come on, yeah, come on, it's like that, it's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennetts, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is... The lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing serving even when discouraged according to God's word. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guessed it, we're talking about being discouraged and serving God. So let's get right to it. The world and the biblical meaning of discouraged, having lost confidence or enthusiasm or disheartened. We can find this biblically in 1 Peter 5.10. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. How awesome is God? This verse really had me thinking. How many people do I know that could make a promise like the one God makes to us in 1 Peter? I couldn't think of one person. Don't get me wrong. I have some really great friends, but none that are on God's level when it comes to promises. Okay, okay, I know what you're thinking. My friends do make commitments and promises to me all the time that they do keep, and that is huge in my life. It's what's inside of God's promise that blows my mind. He said he would restore, which means get everything back that was broken. He will fix it. He will put it back. Then he said he will provide a helping hand whenever needed during his restoration. How awesome is that? Then he said he will build you up mentally and physically so that the next time something comes your way, you will have the strength to prevent another season of discouragement. That is awesome. I'm going to pause there and let that sink in. I want you to meditate on that. A situation fixed, a helping hand lent, and an injection of power. What a God we serve. He's beyond awesome. He's beyond anything we could, will think of, or for that matter, can even imagine. But that's not it. The place we were building relationships and cultivating new disciples was unstable, rocky, and just not made for helping God bring people to Him. It was, it was messed up. It, it was filled with discouragement and, and loss of hope and faith. I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, what is this guy talking about now? See, I'm talking about the last thing he said. He said he will place you on a firm foundation. See, after God does all those great things, again, repair, strengthen, and inject power, God will also place you on a level ground, a level field. No, no, no. This was important, Bob. There will be no hills or mountains to climb and no rivers to cross. A level ground, firm foundation. If that ain't got you excited, let's move on to Psalm 27 to 13. I would have despaired unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This scripture is a perfect follow-up to the one above. David, the writer of Psalms, said, If he had not believed what he saw in the Lord, which was his goodness, yes, think about all the things he did in the prior thing we just talked about, he too would have been discouraged. Instead, David decided to have faith in the one true wise and living God. You can have that same faith too. You can too trust God despite how things may look in your life right now. Don't look right now. If you're honest, and I hope you will be, you've seen God do some mighty awesome things in your young life. Yes, he has. 
If you haven't, I would say that's not true. What I'm saying is not true that you're saying that he didn't. Here's one thing I know without a shadow of a doubt that he's done for you. He sent his only begotten son to be a replacement, a sacrifice for your sins that you may and I may have eternal life. If that's not doing something awesome for you, then I need you to send us the PNT Podcast Show and email at pntpodcast2000 at gmail.com telling us, along with all of our young loyal listeners, why that is not so awesome. And I want you to write that email as we go to break. So don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Show after that short break. Yes, we had a short break and we left with people writing emails. And I hope uh, we don't receive one because the knowledge I dropped was facts. So let's look at some practical ways to serve even when we're discouraged. We all, at different times in our lives, go through various phases of happiness, sadness, joy, frustration, complacency, and hopelessness. It's during these times that we can show the world, despite the discouraging situations, we serve the Lord because He's great. They'll ask why, and you can simply say, because He's been too good to me to turn back now, or for me to sit down on Him now, or for me just not to serve Him. Now, that should never, ever be something that you should have to say or consider or to contemplate. But anyway, if you do, let's talk about some practical ways to get over that. Number one, seek after God. If you're not seeking God, then you're running away from Him. That's not the look you want to or should be going for. I know discouraging times are hard. It's hard to get motivated. It's hard to say, to say, praise the Lord. It gets easy if you're seeking after and pursuing God. He will give you the strength you need, remember, in the first segment. Number two, Find inspiration to rejuvenate yourself. This is huge. Inspiration fuels us in our everyday life. Inspiration will definitely fuel your spiritual life. Open iTunes, Pandora, or simply tune into the gospel station on your radio. Allow the worship and praise music to deliver you some much-needed inspiration, some hope, some faith. Number three, make choices to build you up. This can be, as they say, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yes, being discouraged can, can be the one that make you walk away. What do I mean? When you are down and out and believe you are living in a hopeless situation, we develop an attitude that we just say, you know what, it doesn't matter what I do or how much I do, how much further I go down with a few more bad choices. I would say you're right, but if you're a Christian, I'm going to say you're dead wrong. They can lead you to a place that may be hard to come back from. So stay away from those choices that will only bring you down. Make choices that will build you up and edify God. Number four. Thank God for each day. Yes, thank God for each and every day that you have. God loves your praise and admiration. He loves it even more when things are, ain't going your way. Yes, you're praising through a bad situation. God will be like, this is, this is powerful. It means you recognize him as being bigger than any situation you're going through. It means your priorities are straight despite how you feel. It's a telltale sign that God is still number one in your life. And finally, number five, embrace the community of God. The scripture tells us not to forsake the fellowship of like-minded believers because iron sharpens iron. You have to be around other people that are serving God in order to keep yourself straight. We need each other to pull through tough times. We need each person if we're going to have a fighting chance. We need each other because someone just may have the antidote to your hopelessness and you may have that for someone else too. Allow God to use you despite how you feel and things may look in your life. The person God will send you to to help just may be what the doctor, or the good doctor, I should say, ordered to get their hope tank and meter back on 100. And that could do the same for you, too. 
Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about being discouraged, and I was telling them about how Jezebel threatened Elijah, and Elijah became discouraged. Jezebel told Elijah in 1 Kings 19, 2 and 3, May the gods punish me and do so severely if I don't make your life like the life of one of them by this time tomorrow. Then Elijah became afraid and immediately ran for his life. And then in verse 4, it tells us that Elijah sat under a broom tree and prayed, I have had enough, Lord, take my life, for I'm no better than my ancestor. That's not the end of Elijah's story because at the end he comes out a winner. Now, if somebody tells you that they are coming for you, you may become afraid unless you go hard like that. I tell you, I don't go hard. So if somebody was coming for me, I don't know. But for real, though, when you live your life as a Christian and you know that you are doing the right thing, hearing from God, serving God, living a life that's pleasing and acceptable, you don't want anyone to be coming for you, trying to take you out. As Christians, we will face so many obstacles that will try to trip us up, obstacles that will try to stop us from serving God, obstacles that will try to discourage us, but we must stand firm. We are going to have peaks and valleys on this Christian walk, but we must not waver. And some of those obstacles may stick with us longer than others, and we can't seem to shake them off as easily. But that's when we must encourage ourselves over and over again with 2 Corinthians 12, 9, which says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. So as you can see, God already knows that we're going to go through some discouraging times that will test our faith. But know that his grace will get you through those times. There is a song, Be Encouraged, by William Beckton that says, Be encouraged no matter what's going on. He'll make it all right, but you got to stay strong. Hold on. Trouble don't last always. These trials are just a test, just a test of your faith. So stand strong and dry your weeping eyes because joy comes in the morning and everything is going to be all right. So be encouraged, not discouraged. Also, loyal listeners, don't forget, we feature some of your comments or respond to your questions on the fourth week of each month. So if you have questions or comments about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up at pntpodcast2020 at gmail.com. In summary, the importance of serving even when discouraged. God hasn't brought you this far to leave you, nor has he made a promise he can't keep. Keep your head up, heart in the game, and God will do the rest. He just needs an open and willing vessel. Stand tall in those trying times and wave your hands back and forth to ensure God sees you to let him know you are ready and available. God has a purpose for your pain, a reason for your struggle, and a reward for your faithfulness. Trust him and don't give up. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, it's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.